Hello everyone, this is Lori and I'm very grateful you have taken time in this moment to listen to my How Do You Spirit podcast. The purpose of my podcast is to share your spiritual stories with the world. There are many different ways that we all spirit and so many subjects to talk about and share. Let's all learn from each other and hopefully we will be able to touch many lives and help to make this world a better place. You can find my podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and other podcast platforms. Let's get started. Hello to all of the listeners out there. Uh, we have another episode of How Do You Spirit? And today I have with me Stace, and she is going to tell us her incredible spiritual journey story. Um, this is an episode that you just don't want to miss. Welcome, Stace. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me, Lori. You're welcome. So how did you how did you start your spiritual journey? Like from where did it start to how you are today? Good question. Thank you for asking me. Okay, so I grew up in a, a family. We went to church every Sunday. I was exposed to organized religion. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty strict upbringing. Okay. Um, following the guidelines, you know. And I think about the time I hit 14, 15, I wasn't, I knew I wasn't connecting with, I didn't feel, I didn't feel anything about it. Wasn't you know? resonating with you. Not at yeah. all. Um, and so I kind of fell off. I stopped going to church. And when I started having kids, I was like, I'm not raising them like that. Like I have to. Forcing not, something. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. But I didn't know what else was out there because all I had been exposed to was organized religion. Right. So I fell off, you know, I fell off that, like, I'm not doing it. Um, and that kind of, you know, going through a divorce and fell into a really bad relationship and it just got kind of really dark for me mm -hmm. and in a very abusive relationship, uh, on a lot of levels and, um, kind of how it started was I, I had lost con I had a few friends, but I had lost contact. I, I was addicted to some drugs mm -hmm. at the time and I was just in a really super bad place, um, and this was my, and reflecting back now, I know that the universe or God or however you identify um, gave me a huge, huge awakening moment to where um, I was at a friend's apartment and there was a knock at the door at like two in the morning. And I don't know why I answered the door. Because mm -hmm. that's I, kind of scary. <laughs> I know. Um, but when you're on certain drugs, door knocks. You probably come, don't care. Right. And so... I answered the door and um, we were on the second level. There was one guy at the door and three other men came up the stairs and they um, came into the apartment with sawed off shotguns. Oh my. And um, pulled my, the guy's apartment that I was staying with, he pulled him out of bed and put us on our knees and were asking us questions about a girl that had been there earlier. The short or the long, Let's get to the point. Uh -huh. It scared the crap out of me. Like I was Absolutely. terrified. And like, that did was... they have guns like pointing at you yeah. and all like you see in the movies kind yeah. of thing? Oh yeah. my goodness. It was terrifying. Wow. And that's when I was like, that was my universe. Like wake up. Lapping you across right. the face. <laughs> so I, I called my parents. I begged for help and they moved me. Um, 
Well, they bought me a ticket to fly back from Phoenix to Salt Lake City. Okay. So that was then, I and I didn't realize at the time what a transition that was going to be for me. And then I lost my best friend. And this is where it all changed for me because I really didn't believe in anything at this point in my life. Okay. Nothing. You died, you were dead. That was it. That, so there was nothing beyond death. No, nothing. Okay. Dead zero. I had no, sp- I didn't even know. Okay. So my best friend's killed in an automobile or a motorcycle accident. And I had a dream that was so incredibly cool and mm-hmm. vivid. And he came to me and told me that he was fine. And we had this like really great conversation. And that's when I knew like that next day I woke up and I was like, there is something else. Like I knew it beyond a shadow right. of a doubt. So <laughs> everything happened for a reason. Yes. The guns got pulled. I moved. Uh-huh. Tim passed away. I, I found this like, there is something else now. How can I explore that? So years went by and um, I found yoga. So that was the next step to my growth, my mm-hmm. finding spirit yeah. and um, connecting to something that I believed in, yeah. breathing. Um, I found myself more at peace. So not an easy transition. I thought about it for about a year, but I was like, I want to be a yoga teacher. I want to teach yoga. And so I went through my first yoga teacher training. Um, back in like 2014. <laughs> so it had been quite a few years before or after uh, my friend passed away uh-huh. that I did I have that. a question. Sure. Has he came and visited you since? He's <clears throat> been with me ever since. Awesome. I mm-hmm. love that. That's so For sure. Special. I can sense him around me. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty cool because um, I, I had said to my sister at one point a couple of years ago, um, I don't I don't think Tim's with me anymore. Like, I don't really feel him around me. Uh-huh. And I happen to have on a local radio station, I can't remember what the name of it is, but um, I had my Shazam Think app open, and there was this really great song that came on the radio. Uh-huh. So I Shazammed it. Uh-huh. And I realized when the name came up that when Tim and I would hang out um, on his property up in um, north of Phoenix, before he passed away, we would always listen to this one cassette tape, and it uh-huh. was David Gray. But okay. I had forgotten about it. Right. And the song, as soon as I saw the name, that, that was, was my sign. Yes. I saw David Gray, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> so I, I got off the freeway, and I'm, I had to cry because I was just yeah. so overwhelmed. I'm like, he's still with me. Yay. Like, he's still here. That's and so interestingly exciting. enough... I went through a lot of my playlists uh-huh. over years that I had been teaching yoga, uh-huh. like four years of playlists. And he was on, like, David Gray was on a ton of my playlists, and I didn't realize it at that moment. Okay. And I was like, oh, he's been with me the whole time. Yeah, so, so, so aha moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. so that, yeah, so that was, that was a big, um, so I know he's still here. And then, of course, the feather in your office today. Yep, yep, so. yep. Tell the tell real quick about the feather. Um, I had had a reading done a few years ago, and um, Tim was there, you know, my friend, uh-huh. and he's my guardian angel, him and my grandmother. Yep. And um, the sign that um, the gal that was doing my reading, she said, the sign that he sends to you to let, remind you, not just the music, because she... Right. She figured that out later, but she said it's feathers. And then okay. I came in and sat down today. Yep. So he's here with me now. Yes. And you've been here before and you didn't notice the feather. No. So 
Yes. So everyone out there, I have um, crystal collection and I've got some sage and stuff and, and I have my little feather that I use when I sage. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I, it makes me feel really like supported. Yeah. It's a comfort thing mm-hmm. too, right? It is. Yeah. And sometimes I think we need those, those, or we have those aha moments where we forget um, the little things. And then all of a sudden, you know, I've had that happen to me years later. You, something happens like, oh my gosh, yes. You know, that's you, what that the was. The light bulb goes yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been a great, it's been a great experience to just have the support of loved ones that have passed on around me. Yes. And yes. being able to feel that support too. It's so special. Mm-hmm. It's such a to have them around and do it, you know, because even though we can't, they're not here physically, just to wrap our arms around them, but um, the support that they can really truly give us from amazing. It is. Amazing. So you went through that, you got held at gunpoint, you came back to Utah. Yeah, which I, <laughs> I did not want to be here, I'll be honest. You had addiction issues. Yes. Okay, okay. So you come back to Utah and decide to get into yoga. I found out that studying the history of yoga just beyond the practice, I that just opened up my connection even more. Uh-huh. Like reading the, the sutras and the Gita um, studying the history of yoga and then that and then of course I started my meditation in addition so it was it started out at first as a silent meditation uh-huh. and I was doing my yoga practices almost every day sometimes twice a day and I really got into the meditation and there was a local gal here that I met during my yoga teacher training she's passed away but her name was Lorraine and she introduced me to chanting and that's where things started to change, like the vibration when you're chanting out loud with your mala beads. There's this whole other level of meditation that goes on when you're chanting those Sanskrit words. Mm-hmm. And I just got this really like calming, energetic feeling in my head, in my face, like very almost like numbing uh-huh. in a way. And I was like, wow. And that practice got stronger and stronger. And I started reading books on that kind of meditation. Was very committed to all of that. Uh Um, You were raising your vibration. I didn't realize at the time when I started that Mm -hmm. years ago, that that vibration, Uh there's a healing property to that. So it can be your voice and a lot of other things too. So I didn't. And then that's kind of like strong. Everything's going good. I got a vaccine. Uh huh. Because you were going to travel, right? I was, yeah, I was going Outside on a trip. Country. I was told I needed a yellow fever vaccine. Uh huh. And, um, could you not go? I went. I did go on the trip as sick okay. as I was. But, but did you, was, were they saying you can't go on this trip unless you get this? Okay. So it was a requirement. So that's what they said. Okay. Okay. So immediately the next day, this was in 2018. I started experiencing without, they said flu-like symptoms. I was uh-huh. well beyond that. I was crying, depressed, nauseated. It was just weird. And I didn't even connect it with the vaccine because mm-hmm. my husband, I was out of town at the time, which was terrible. I came home four or five days later and he had been kind of sick for a couple of days. Right. I was absolutely 
in the worst place I've ever been. It was worse than, it was worse in my head than uh, getting off, uh, getting unaddicted on my own from drugs. It was so intense and so scary. And I couldn't do chanting anymore. I couldn't. So just physically you couldn't? I just, I was too sick. I was so sick. I couldn't even, and so depressed Uh that I couldn't even pick up my mala beads. Like they just sat on my nightstand. And here was a practice I had been so committed to for years. Every day there wasn't a day that went by that I didn't chant. Oh my God. And I missed it, but I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I don't know. I just got really, really sick. And I um, contemplated taking my own life. I couldn't find a speck of myself in my body anymore. Like, I'm like, who is this person? Right. I don't recognize her. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I didn't go to yoga because I was too sick. I couldn't eat. So How I had, long were you, <clears throat> excuse me, how long were you sick for? Like, I, um, really, really sick for over a year. 18 oh months. Oh my goodness. Really sick. Wow. And I'm still suffering side effects from that vaccine. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I started to emotionally try and pull myself out of it because I shared with my son mm-hmm. that I was considering not being on this planet anymore. And he just said, Mom, if you do that, I'm right behind you. Well, I've got two grandkids. And that was my wake-up call. Like, what am I doing? Like, who am I going to affect? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. But I had been getting rid of stuff because I didn't want my husband. The whole house is getting, like, emptied out. My clothes are, you know. You were, like, just preparing to be gone. go down that. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then that day happened, and I figure out a different way to to get better I was going back to yoga occasionally I think um about two years ago I started doing investigation on my own about Mm -hmm. sound healing okay and singing bowls back when I was first introduced to them in sound with Lorraine that was like back in 2014 so a lot of time had gone by and I I remembered how connected I felt whenever she would do workshops or she would come and teach at my classes or play at my classes or whatever uh-huh and it was um powerful to have the live music and somebody singing or humming in the background and I thought I'm really interested in how far you can go with vibrational healing and that just kind of led me the next stage in my life as far as investigating different ways to connect to spirit mm-hmm. and get something different going in my life that could be healing. Right. And I believe this is kind of like this, it's on a very cellular level because we all have vibrations in our body. Flowers have vibrations, animals, yes. rocks, you know, all of this, the earth is a vibrational place that we live. Right. And it did help me begin to heal a little bit more on my spiritual side. I'm definitely connected to the universe. The universe is the big tap, tap, tap. (laughs) Right. As we talked about earlier, like, hello, there's something you're supposed to be getting out of that whole experience of being ill or something had to come out of that. So I'm exploring what I was supposed to gain from that experience. And Uh still it's taken me like, look how long, five years or so has gone by. And I'm still like, what's happening here? (laughs) So when you got to discovering, you know, interested in the sound part of it, how long, how much time has 
had passed for that like was it a couple years after that whole vaccine thing happened three, three years so you were in this dark place say three years ish on and off the worst part was the first 18 months uh-huh um and then i started really like getting hard on myself about um something needs to mm -hmm. yeah it, okay yeah because it's it's not a good way to wake up every day oh um oh. and i i needed a lot of help and i I felt really alone at that time. I just felt like I was just completely, I, and COVID, so yep. additional isolation on top of that. It was really a struggle, really. Wow. I think everybody struggled through COVID. Absolutely. It um, was a life change. Yeah. It interrupted our daily routine. It did give me time to research different ways to move forward in my life and explore different started doing breath work a lot more uh -huh. and then decided to do the sound healing training uh -huh. just to reconnect with something different. Uh -huh. So that's kind of, I really feel like everybody's journey looks different and Absolutely. feels different. Yes. And I would judge myself like, oh, you're not chanting. Oh, you're not doing this. Oh, you're not going to yoga as much. You're not doing your breath work classes. You're not. And then I thought, but you're doing the best that you can today. And it's right. been an evolution through my whole life. Like even think, thinking back to when I was just, you know, under 10 years old till, mm -hmm. till now in my sixties, it's like, there's been so many times the universe has just really protected me yes, and supported me uh -huh. and loved me and allowed me to transform myself. And, and then I look at all the different things I've learned. It makes my heart feel so warm uh -huh. and, it makes me super emotional because I feel super lucky uh -huh. to have had the experiences that I've had right. because I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I hadn't had those experiences. Right. Has it cost me relationships? Yes, unfortunately. But your soul's girl. So do you feel like then the, the universe really has supported you and has your back and is there for you when, you know, something challenging or hard or... If I mean, you've had a hard, lot of hard stuff. <laughs> I mean, I can see where there might be times that the universe has like literally saved my life. Yeah. Like giving me eye opening things, mm -hmm. um, teach and, but saved me at the same time. So yeah. I'm still alive. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm still walking. I'm still upright. I'm still enjoying, I'm enjoying life the best that I can. I should say it right. like that. Right. But definitely, I always feel like I, if I live to 100, I will learn, look at another 40 years of stuff, right? Like right. I have 40 more years or 30 or whatever the case may be of new ways to explore connecting to the universe in all kinds of different ways. Because I'm awesome. like, look at where I'm at now. Imagine right. where I'll be then. Exactly. We can only keep growing and growing and, and growing. Gr and that's why I, I'm so passionate about doing this podcast and to people like you, because we all need to hear each other's stories. And there's just so much more out there that we can all learn and grow from. I agree. And it's kind of fun when you do network with other people yes. or you hear other people's stories that you'll be like, oh, I felt like that before. Oh, I love her perspective on that. Or Yes. I listen to a lot of books, you know, that different authors will say, oh, well, you need to do this or do that. And it's like, no, that doesn't work for me. You know, we all have to find our own place, spirit, what, you know, however or whatever that is. You got started or interested in the sound. Tell, tell us about that. Yes. <laughs> so part of the training, we had the option to do a, a drum build. 
Okay. And for years I was vegan uh-huh. and I have added protein back, um, fish back into my diet, uh-huh. but I don't eat meat. But I was like, I really want to, I don't know why I was like, I want to do that drum build. <laughs> and I don't know if I absolutely was aware of what the whole, I know I did not know what the process was going to be like, right. but I went to build my drum uh-huh. and, you know, we start out with the creative ring painting of the ring that's going to, uh, you're going to wrap the animal skin around. And I just loved the fact that Cherie, when we, right before we picked out the skin of the elk that we were doing, Uh that she had said, you're giving this animal life, like forever. This drum will outlive you. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I want to share? Like, you know, uh-huh. what, do, what am I looking to do? Like, what what's my mantra here? Like, they had drumming going on and they had sage burning. And um, we went and each of us got to pick out a skin. They were in a cooler in a bag. Uh-huh. And then we stood in front of the sage area. And I was just thinking... I had a feeling that it was a female, uh-huh. and I was just like, we are going to spread so much love and healing on the planet. Like, I'm going to love you for the rest of my life. Like, And I I was probably standing there for probably three minutes or so, just telling, holding that skin in front of that sage uh-huh. and telling her that we were going to spread love and that I loved her and I appreciated it. So we punched the holes. We pulled the drum. And the skin was really light, like a, a beige, just uh-huh. pure beige. Yeah. I took her home. You're, you have to lean it against the wall to like, and rotate it every day so that it dries properly. And I started noticing it was getting pretty dark. Like a lot of the drum had gotten a lot of really dark brown to almost black or smoky colored streaks in it. Yes. But there was this one side on the towards the outside of the drum where it stayed white and it was the shape of a heart. That's so amazing. And everyone, we're going to have a picture um, because it's an incredible thing and it's plain as day. Like it is right there in your, there's no mistaking. There's no mistaking. (laughs) It is a heart on that drum. And that is such a spiritual experience. That whole experience was just completely. I love it mind-blowing to me yeah one of the best experiences of my life really so do you have a name for your drum no okay it's just her or she okay and that's fine I was just curious if you had named her no (laughs) she's just my girl yeah yeah she's my girl that that is great that's awesome my husband's extremely musical I am Uh not I can't read music none of that's going on so I really liked getting into (laughs) kind of like sound because you don't have to read music to do sound healing Rain sticks, chimes, uh-huh. you know, drumming, hand pans, tambourines, whatever you want. You right. don't have to read music to do any of that. You just have okay. to read the energy in the room, right? Yes. You have to know what people... You have to feel... Right? Yeah. And so I decided my husband and I should go together uh-huh. and do a drum build. Uh-huh. So we did a buffalo drum and went through the process. And my second drum that I built when I was doing my sage cleansing uh-huh i said this drum is going to be about healing from the inside out because i had been so sick and i needed to heal from the inside out uh-huh and i started um, punching the holes in my drum and as we were even sitting there i noticed on the inside skin uh-huh. there were these three red dots 
And so after I tied the drum, I flipped it over and there were three on the outside. And Stay. the gal said, those are ambers probably from a fire. Wow. And it burned through and the animal healed from the inside out. And I was like, <gasps> no, oh, I just got the chills. <laughs> that, and that was, I was like, oh my gosh, that was the intention that I was setting. Yes. Of course, I start crying because I'm just yes. like another a huge um healing experience for me and oh my gosh and then it actually really reinforced the power of manifestation uh-huh. almost instantly too on both of those types of things it's yes. like wow you know and then that just that's another part of my spiritual journey too uh-huh. is manifesting now right and the power of doing that like you you really do have control yes over a lot absolutely. not everything yep you do the key to that, though, too, and with the whole manifesting is you have to truly believe, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For, you, for, yeah. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, hey, you know, universe, send me this or that. Right. Yeah. You really have to believe in yourself and what asking to mm-hmm. receive or, or asking and, for help to receive. Yeah. And being open to letting it look. Like, I had yes. no idea yes. that it was going to be that, like, hello, we are listening to you. Yes. Like, we're oh reminding you to pay attention <laughs> because the signs are there. Yes. You just have to. It's validation, uh-huh. right? Oh, yeah. And it might not happen right away, but I right. still put stuff out there with the intent, like, I know sometimes I ask a lot from the universe. and I, <laughs> I think we all do. And I'm like, <laughs> but I do feel the manifestation part of it when you set even little goals or little Mm -hmm. things that just little signs that not only your guides can give you, but also um, God, the universe, higher power, however you connect with that part of your life. Uh You You feel then, so how long have you been drumming now for? How long has it been? We've been drumming over a year. Okay. So I think, I think I said earlier that I had done that I think I did my sound healing last year about this time actually it okay. was okay yeah so I have been drumming for a year oh and my husband and I just we all do shamic drumming at night uh, just to reset our vapor our vibrations yeah before we go to bed and uh-huh. it's and then I do sound baths with friends and Okay. I get together in drum circle. That's... Not as much as I should now, but yeah, it's winter. It's like, I know we don't, <laughs> we don't, winter's, it's I don't get to go out in nature and that's where I feel so comfortable is camping and fishing and being on the boat and, you know, grounding myself and, and being in nature. I absolutely love it. I never thought I would be one to just go out on a boat and float around on a lake, but I could go out there for hours and just sit there and just take in. All the scenery in, and I love it. And yeah, winter's in Utah, unless you're a skier, which I am not. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> or a snowboarder. I, I'm, I don't like the winter cold sports. I like to be warm. <laughs> Me too. And nature is a really good way to also yeah. connect mm-hmm. on a spiritual level with, with God's beauty. Like I've been up in the mountains camping and started taking pictures. Uh-huh. I think there was a storm coming in. And I yes. thought the clouds looked pretty. Yes. And I noticed as I was just clicking, because you can't see in the sun, you know, because. Yeah. So I was just clicking some pictures and I went over to the shade and I started looking at them. Uh-huh. And there was an orb 
that oh, came nice. from above the trees. And I looked at like all these 20 pictures I had taken and it came right down <gasps> to the side of the fire. I just got the chills again. That's amazing. It was beautiful. <laughs> but you can't, it's so interesting that you can't see orbs with your eyes. Right. But they show up in pictures. In fa- yeah. that's And it just traveled all the way down to right by where I was standing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. So you talked about sound baths. So what do you use for your sound baths? What what does that look like? So if you're doing group, you kind of have to decide what the intention is going to be, okay. whoever you're doing facilitating with. Uh-huh. So that because you're you're not working one-on-one. So it can okay. be a little bit more challenging because different people are going to react differently to different vibrations. Okay. So I really try and focus on anything that's going to be grounding. Okay. Um, I do play, sometimes I'll do my crown chakra uh-huh. um, bowl, but I usually will p- play my root chakra bowl quite a bit. And then the drumming, I'll go over everybody and drum uh-huh. over them. So I have like, I have four different drums. I have an ocean drum, my buffalo drum, my elk Ow. drum, and I have a vegan drum. And they all have different sounds. Ow. And they all create different vibrations. And so different people will, sometimes people will get like emotional Uh or they might get a headache. Yes. So there's different things and it could be maybe you didn't drink enough water that day or maybe something else happened before you got there. Uh But my goal is to to center everybody and bring them down to the most important thing, which is being grounded to me. You can't go up if you're not super grounded. Right. Right. I get, sometimes we'll get a little headache reading or something just that again I need to reground myself and my headaches fine or it goes away and it's they're not horrible but it's just yeah yeah so that's so interesting and I had no idea there were different sound bowls for di- different chakras mm-hmm. I learned so much <laughs> I love it yeah they all have notes and they're all associated you know how our chakras have yes. the colors well there's a vibration for each one of those and a chant oh like goodness. a two-letter chant like raw and all my you know so there's what? all those different things that are connected to our chakras. Uh-huh. I think when I first started doing yoga and hearing about all of that, uh-huh. um, I and this was very interesting, actually, that I learned about the stone, you know, when you hold a pendulum. Yes. So they did a chakra thing, to, and if it rotated clockwise, it uh-huh. was in balance. And not, oh, mine were going back and forth and up and down. <laughs> Oh, you were all God. kinds of messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I learned about rock reading, you know, where uh-huh. you can do energy reading with your palm of your hand or your body with the pendulum or yep. I even had a rock given to me on a necklace uh-huh. and it was from the beach, Cannon Beach in Oregon. My sister made it for me. Uh-huh. And when I got it, I held it over my palm and I was just like, I can't even remember what I was asking it at that particular moment, but it just started swinging. I'm like, so you don't specifically need a pendulum. Any rock will work. Oh, my you... gosh. Mm-hmm. I have, I, we were up camping one time with my sister and a bunch of her friends. It was a couple of years ago. And there was one of her friends there. And she's like, go find a rock and I'll make you a necklace. And I have one that she did for me downstairs. I'm going to have to go get it now. And, and try it. <laughs> yes, yes. It I didn't even think about that. I didn't Oh either. my gosh. You know, I think the reason that they do that, because I was thinking, what? This is so weird. Because I thought it had to be a certain shape or it had to right. be a certain this. or it had... uh-huh. No, because 
those rocks come from the earth. Yes. And the earth is the best place to ground. And the best information that we get is either from the universe or, or the earth. And oh so my gosh. it's all connected, right? Oh, wow. It's all connected. Okay. I, when we're done. <laughs> and then you'll have to let me know how yes, your rock are Yes, yes. That's so cool. I had no idea. Yeah, I have it downstairs hanging in my bedroom. And it was, it was just a rock, random rock from the mountain that we yeah. found. And she twisted the, the, the silver. Stuff. Yep. Yep. Around it. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's just signs everywhere out there. Right. If we're, you know, if we're paying attention. Yeah. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the driving to work or, yep. you know, helping kids with homework or, you know, doing this or doing that. Living, so, basically. Yep. yep. Yeah. Surviving sometimes. Surviving. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that seems to be about what most of us are trying to do now in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so amazing. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with us today? I just want to encourage everybody to really take a few minutes to each day to kind of explore. It doesn't have to be, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but right. just to sit with themselves and see what new things or new ways they can connect to spirit. That's great advice a great suggestion i know that in my journey in the last just two years i've really really connected and so much so now my brain doesn't sometimes shut down oh (laughs) i have to say okay i'm not i'm not listening anymore you know i'm done for today anyway but i it has helped me so 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 much in life and i can just that I am living my best life now. And I attribute that to the support and love from the universe, Mm. spirit, my guides, God, all of the above, you know? And I just feel like that if people could really learn, start connecting or figure out how to connect that works best for them. I just feel like there's just so much support there and people don't realize it. So yeah, that's great, great advice. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you, Stace, for coming and joining us today. And we are wrapping things up now. And if anybody has any questions about uh, drumming, uh, creating, what did you call it? The drum major drum what was that called oh the drum you met where i did it yeah or? yeah i went to creex oh okay if anybody's interested in doing that uh reach out we can direct you to the people to to do something like that i think that sounds like so much fun and so amazing it's so. really fun to do with friends because it's such yes. a it's such a great you just until you do it, it's hard to wrap your head around it, but it's a really good experience. I would always encourage people to do it. Yeah, sure. I'm super interested in, in having my husband do that. That would be amazing. Awesome. Okay, thanks again, everyone.